Republic outpost overrun. The Jedi have lost all contact with a clone security force stationed on the bleak, snow-covered planet of Ortoplotonia. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker, accompanied by dignitaries from the nearby moon of Pantora, are sent to investigate the disappearance of the clone troopers on the desolate and forbidding landscape. Bucketheads, Mevar Tigar. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Welcome to the 40th bone-chillingly cold episode of Mandovision, Nargai Tom. And thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to this podcast is via social media. We are at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert and if possible or so inclined, and listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us those sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They help, they really help small independent podcasts like us uh, get a little extra attention, stand out, and not get lost in the shuffle of all that content that is available to you, to you guys. Uh, we think we're doing a pretty darn fun show, and we want to make sure that as many ears are checking it out as possible. And uh, in doing so, we are on a million, million, million platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, uh, Pandora. We got Amazon, uh, Amazon Music, and Audible, I believe. Holy smokes, just so many! It is, it is ever-growing list. We're just trying to get onto more and more things, as 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 many as possible, so people continue to check out the show. All right, so um, you may have noticed I, I I mentioned it in last episode's notes, um, but I made a I made a bit of a mistake. <laughs> last week, last the last episode I introduced as the 40th episode, and uh, it is not. Last week was episode 39. It was numbered correctly. I just misspoke, and uh, well, that's that's on me. So this is the actual 40th episode of Mandavision. So I, I hope you'll uh, excuse me. I was an English major, not a math major, so counting not my speciality. Uh, you know, Obi Wan claims that uh, Sith lords are their speciality, uh, even though the, there's a fair amount of them getting their butts whipped by them, but it, still, math, not my speciality. Uh, anyways, how is everyone doing? I, I, I hope uh, I hope this wonderful audience is doing well, uh, staying staying safe, doing doing the right things, treating others the right way, <laughs> and uh, you know we're we're just trying to we're just trying to have some fun in this world that's just got so many many problems, and uh, you know we're not going to go into that too much today, but it's it's. Uh, it's a it's a crazy world, and we're just gonna live in our little Star Wars galaxy for for thirty minutes or so, and and, and try to try to bring a smile to everyone's faces. Uh, I am happy to report that uh, uh, in the last episode that we recorded, um, I was recording that show in in quite a bit of pain. I didn't I didn't mention anything about it at the time because uh, I, at the time I was very concerned that it was gonna be something uh, significantly. Uh, very significant, I, I guess is the best way to put it. I was I was concerned I was gonna have to go uh, to a doctor and get X-rays and MRIs and and, and all that stuff. Uh, but but a day off on Sunday and a lot of rest and ice and 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 all that. Uh, it seems that I'm doing much better. I've I've rounded the corner here. Hopefully, 
we'll see. It, it looks like we're on the upswing for improvement and, and getting my health back on track, which is nice because it's fun to record this podcast when I'm not in immense amounts of pain. Just just, just the way I like to do my podcast. You know, I don't sit on a bed of nails or, or any of that stuff when I'm doing the shows. I like comfort. I like feeling good while I'm doing the shows. And, and luckily, we, we seem to be back on track with that. So that all being said, uh, let, you know what? let's get into our episode. We're here for Season 1, Episode 15, Trespass. It originally aired January 30th, 2009. We have... We have um, Pretty, pretty good. I think this is a pretty good plot here. So, while investigating the disappearance of a clone security force, Anakin and Obi Wan get caught in the middle of a conflict between the territorial inhabitants of a desolate ice world and the greedy representatives of a nearby moon. Ooh, intrigue. Uh, this is directed by Brian Callan O'Connell, written by Stephen Melchin, Henry Gilroy, and Scott Murphy. But before we go any further, we have to talk about. We have to. We have to do the most important aspect of the show. You know, we have to do, like I said, I, like I've said before, I don't even know why you take them off. Just sleep with it on, all right? That way you don't have to do this every time I say it. But it's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Why would the Republic want an outburst way out here? <laughs> the chairman of Auto-Plutonium requested it, but why? General Kenobi. Chairman Cho, Senator Chuchi, I suggest you wait here until we can secure the area. I respect your judgment, General Kenobi, but I will go where I choose. This is sovereign Pantora territory. I thought this planet was uninhabited, and therefore it's not aligned. Our moon of Pantora is the only civilization in this system. I'm the one who asked the Senate to protect this planet. This wasteland belongs to us. With all due respect, Chairman, this is for the Senate to decide, not us. Ah, but the Jedi report to the Senate, which is Senator Chuchi of Pantora. Technically speaking, Master Jedi, the Chairman is correct. Since the planet is uninhabited, the moon of Pantora reserves the right to continue as its protectorate. Point taken, Senator. Anakin, stay here with the Senator and the droids while we secure the base. All right, now we're ready to get things going. A little bit of the story laid out right there at the very beginning of this episode. Uh, before we dive into things, of course, we have to get to our cast for the show. We talked about the director, Brian Callan O'Connell Returns, again, written by Stephen Melching, Henry Gilroy, and Scott Murphy. Originally aired January 30th, 2009. This is Trespass. Our cast, our main principal cast for this week's episode, James Arnold Taylor Returns as Obi-Wan Kenobi and the Pantoran Assembly representative. We have Matt Lanter as Anakin Skywalker. Brian George joins the, joins the show this week as Chairman Chichu. Jennifer Hale returns, this time as Ryo Chuchi, the senator, the, sen the uh, Pantoran representative of, in the Senate. Dee Bradley Baker, once again, as the clone troopers, Captain Rex, and Tyson, Tyson, the 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 the, uh, the, uh, the Tals that we'll meet later. We'll talk more about the Tals shortly. Anthony Daniels is back as C-3PO. Tom Kane is the narrator, narrator. Matthew Wood as the battle droids. And Robin Atkin Downs as the Pantoran guard. So, so this week's show, we have something, uh, it's a little different, a little, uh, well, it's different, but it, it, it's familiar, very familiar to last week's episode. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and talk about our Jedi fortune cookie. Uh, arrogance diminishes wisdom. Uh, and arrogance is definitely what's going on here with the, with the Supreme Chairman of the Pantorans. Uh, uh, you, you heard it in his voice right there. His, I go where I please. This is my moon. We're doing things my way, blah, 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 blah. 
Uh, you know, we talked a little bit last week on last week's show, the uh, Defenders of Peace episode, about how there is, is a bit of of uh, imperialism and, and colonialism in, in effect with the way uh, uh, Lurk Durd, Lock Durd, <laughs> the Nemoidian played by George Takei, uh, comes to that moon and, and just sort of does what he wants to do. Uh, it's much more prevalent in this particular episode, uh, as, as, as the Pantorans are claiming this moon as their territory, despite the fact that it seems very much that the Supreme Chairman is aware of the presence of the Tals, and, and uh, he doesn't care. And he's basically, it seems like he's very much manipulating the Republic into removing the Tals for him and the, and the rest of the Pantorans. Uh, now, let's talk about the Tals a little bit here. You may recognize the Tals. We saw them. We were first introduced to the Tals in Episode 4 in the Cantina scene where we were introduced to so many of the classic uh, alien creatures of the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, the Tals that was in Episode 4, he had a name. It's Muftok. Yeah. That's our first time meeting the Tals. But this time we get to see uh, something really neat in this episode is we get to see more about what the Tals are all about. Uh, who they are as as a, as a species, they're a little bit about their culture. Uh, it they see they come off a little bit as, as sort of like like primitives in in, in a sense. Uh, they have a very um, unique culture, but they don't seem technologically advanced, which makes you wonder how how Muftak got to the Cantina in Mos Eisley on Tatooine. But that doesn't mean again we 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 don't know for sure. We shouldn't say that the Tals are a primitive species by any by any means, even though the Pantorans consider them nothing but savages. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that the that that the Tals don't know anything about technology. Now, you know, as as we've learned through Chewbacca, just because the Wookiees live in trees doesn't mean they aren't a technologically advanced species. So, judging the Tals is is a is a mistake, and and uh, it's it's one that the that that. The, the Pantoran, the Pantoran uh, Supreme Chairman will pay for in underestimating the Tals and treating them simply as savages. So, so you get a little bit of that that imperialism, that colonialism theme, again, much more strong in this episode, uh, particularly with the way he is trying to the, the Supreme Chairman is trying to get the Republic and get the Jedi to remove the Tals from this moon. And um, yeah, he's not a nice guy. I think we know that right off the bat. He's not a nice guy. Again, Chi Chu is the supreme chairman, and Ryo Chu Chi is the senator, and she is he's, is very much bullied by the chairman, and uh, she's until later in this episode where she's forced to to stand on her own two feet and make the right decision, and and Obi Wan is the one who props her up to make that 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 right decision, and uh, yeah, it's I really like I did really enjoy this episode because there, there's a lot to go on, and I like it when they get a little a little bit of a of a uh, you know. Again, some complex moral issues, you know, a little bit of a, of a morality story, you know, ethics and doing the right thing in the face of of, of punishment from your superiors. You know, it, it's it's stuff like that. I really enjoyed it. Something I wanted to mention about this episode uh, before before we get too far, there there have been a few other episodes earlier in the run, but uh, this episode, Trespass, and our next episode coming up, uh, which is The Hidden Enemy, these are episodes that... Uh, are supposed to remind us that season one in particular of, of, of the Clone Wars is not being told in, in a chronological order. Uh, it's not being, it's not a linear story. We're kind of bouncing around a little bit in the timeline. This episode, Trespass, and uh, our next show for for uh, The Hidden Enemy, they are shows that probably take place before the events of Clone Wars the movie because 
of there not being an Ahsoka, there not being any reference to Anakin having a Padawan. This is just the Clone Wars are happening, and that was that was a the, sort of the plan of the season one of the show was like they're just going to tell tales from the Clone Wars. There wasn't the overarching storylines in place just yet. You know, we're being introduced to things, we're being introduced to the concepts of what this show will become. Uh, but but the the season long arcs that that was to come next year. That next season takes a bit more of, of a linear thing. And I believe if there is any episodes that, that are sort of before other events, I think it's noted in the episodes. So it's very much more clear how the stories are, are going to progress in, 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 the, in, in the timeline. So this is an episode that probably takes place before the movie. Same thing with next week's show. And, and we'll talk about that next week, too, as, as a bit of a rem- reminder that this is probably before Ahsoka was introduced. Um I'd like the opening of this episode. I am a, a, a big fan of the, the, the ice planets, the, the snow planets of the Star Wars galaxy. So it was, it was a lot of fun to see uh, something that was reminiscent of Hoth. And, you know, I've talked a little bit about, about it in, in past episodes of, of the podcast. Not specifically the, the Clone Wars episodes, but I think when I did the Holocron episode, um, you know, I had my brother on and, and we talked about we grew up on the East Coast, and, and so we had uh, snowstorms and, 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 and blizzards and things of that nature. And when we were young kids, like that was our time to go outside and play Star Wars and pretend we were on Hoth. And we had a blast doing that. It was one of our favorite things to do. We loved it when it snowed because it meant it was time to go to Hoth. And it was time to find something to pretend was a tauntaun and to slice it open and you know all that good stuff and have lightsaber battles out on the, on the, on the snow banks that were pushed there by the snow plows, you know, as they're clearing the streets and those giant banks form up. Uh, we lived on a, on a bit of a curve. So the, the banks would be huge because the snow plows would push them all from each direction. They'd come down and just kind of pile the snow up. So we had these massive mounds of snow to play on and, and, and to have our, our lightsaber duels on. So uh, Hoth uh, has a, has a, has a uh, particular place in my heart. It, it, is, it is a fun place to go for me. So I love it seeing these ice planets. And uh, a lot of this, a lot of the story behind the scenes for this episode is that that the the planet here, um, I I've already forgotten the name of it. <laughs> so let me get that real quick here because it is kind of an important name of the of the show, of the episode, I should say. <laughs> yeah, the ice planet uh, Orto Plutonia, uh, based on early designs by Ralph McQuarrie. Which, uh, you know, in case you haven't don't know, or in case you've forgotten, Ralph McQuarrie designed so much. His art, his concept art, designed so much of the Star Wars galaxy and, has, and has, it still informs the look of so much of the Star Wars galaxy, even even to this day, long after his passing. Uh, and, and obviously you, you will also note that as our heroes arrive on the, on the clone trooper transport, uh, the, the gear worn by Obi-Wan, the gear worn by Anakin, very reminiscent of the of the gear that you see Rebel Forces wearing on Hoth. Uh, Anakin's in particular, you know, is very much styled uh, after what Han Solo wore. So in a way, Obi Wan and Anakin's gear is sort of the precursor to what Han and Luke and the rest of the Rebellion will wear on Hoth before Imperial forces uh, show up to kick them off the planet. All right, so Anakin and Obi Wan go to open up the the Republic uh, base. It's that, that uh that's within this beautiful uh like ice like tower. Uh, shout out to the Republic's Corps of Engineers for doing uh, a really wonderful job building some of these bases. I mean they're just put in such impressive places like you get, would have no idea. 
uh, as they open up the base, they go inside and they find clone trooper helmets on pikes. Uh, but not just clone trooper helmets on pikes. You also see uh, battle droid heads on the pikes as well, and you begin to wonder what the heck is going on here. Uh, let's let's listen in as Obi Wan finds somewhat of a clue. Here we go. Six eight five to command. There are too many of them. They've overrun the base. We need reinforcements. What was that? Whatever it was, it's a good warrior. The droid's log indicates they were investigating the Southern Canyon. Sounds like a good place to start. All right. So the scene after that is, is between uh, Supreme Chairman Chichu and Senator Chuchi as they sort of discuss what's going on. And, and again, uh, Chichu sort of bullies. I'm sorry, Ch Chicho rather bullies Chichi. Chuchi. Oh my God. I'm so bad with these names. I apologize. The Supreme Chairman is bullying the Senator, basically, and, and attempting to uh, make it feel, make her feel like she's not doing her duty as a Pantoran uh, by by uh, um, supporting his narrative that 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 it's uh, imperative that whoever's killed these clones uh, must be dealt with swiftly, and and uh, she she seems to think that there is uh, more going on here, but uh, is. Uh, rather intimidated and, and, and again, uh, sort of bullied by the chairman into not really expressing those beliefs too loudly for anyone else to to, to hear her. Uh, so it's at this point that Anakin and Obi-Wan go to that southern uh, canyon area that the droids are investigating, and that's where they encounter the Talls for the first time. And uh, it is a peaceful t uh, time. They get to know each other. They're all hanging out. Everyone is having a lovely, lovely time. It is later on... Um, and actually, it's during this point they, they learn how to communicate with the Tals as well, and it's through drawings that uh, Anakin is the one to kind of crack that code. And it is really... I don't know. I, I think it's neat when... Maybe it's just because I believe this. Get to know people before you decide they're the enemy. But And, and that seems to be very much the Jedi way. But the, again, the Pantorans, the Supreme Chairman in particular, has an agenda and it is, you know, he seems to be very much aware of the Tals on this planet, and he is using the Republic and the Separatists and the Clone Wars in general as an excuse to use these forces to, to eliminate the Tals instead of them doing it themselves. Uh, let's hear as Obi-Wan gets back and reports his finding to the chairman and uh, the chairman's reaction. Yeah, yeah, it's not nice. What did you find? It seems we've stumbled onto an inhabited planet. Impossible. Our explorers have spent much time here over the long history of Pantora. No one lives here. They are trespassers. With respect, Chairman Cho, these creatures, the Tolls, aren't advanced enough to master space travel. I think they may have been here longer than Pantora. Whoever they are, they belong to us. This whole system belongs to us. Your Majesty, if there are life forms here, then the Senate must decide jurisdiction. They are savages. Look at what they've done. They've slaughtered your troops. They only want to be left alone. The droids attacked them, and I'm afraid our outpost got caught in the middle. They must be subdued. They're dangerous. Captain Rex, prepare your troops for battle. We promised their chief there would be no retaliation. We've arranged a meeting between their High Council and you and the Senator. They want peace. We can't send troopers. They'll think we lied. These creatures are little more than animals. You can't lie to an animal. They can't be trusted. But your majesty... No. It is obvious these creatures are not covered by the Convention of Civilized Systems. The Jedi Council has no say in the matter. 
If the Jedi are able to communicate with them, their status is in doubt. Do you stand against your chairman, Senator? Of course not, Your Majesty. If we are going to meet with Tai Sen and his council at the arranged time, we will have to leave now. There you go. A lot of information, a lot of things happening there. Bottom line, the Pantoran chairman is a dick. He has no respect. I apologize. Was it was is is that word to going too far? What did I kind of cross a line in in keeping the show clean? Maybe I <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Perhaps I did go too far on that one. But he's not a nice guy. Gosh darn it. God. Gosh darn it. God. God dang. <laughs> not a nice guy. Again, this, uh, the, the the metaphor here is 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 clear for for all of us from from the North America, you know, the the indigenous people and and the way that they were uh, treated and 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 persecuted and 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 slaughtered by by invaders to their land, basically the, the us, the the, uh, the the British, the English, the French, the whoever it was who came to this country, the Spanish, you know, we, we everyone. From Europe had a part in in, in committing the genocide of, to the uh, indigenous peoples of this of, of of the United States before it was the United States, of, um, and that's clearly the metaphor they're going for here. Uh, it's nice to see the Jedi trying to stick up for them and, and, and saying like these are not savages they they are a, a a people they are a civilization they are a society and they deserve to be treated as such. Uh, the 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 part that really Oh, I got so angry when when the Pantoran chairman tries to order Captain Rex to ready the weapons, like he's got some kind of control over over the over the army, over the Republic's army. Um, it just, ooh, gosh, I, I wish Anakin had uh, slapped him across the face at that point. But uh, uh, Anakin, surprisingly restrained from from this episode, in this episode. Um, yeah, just I don't have much to say. I, you know, you, you see, Senator. Uh, Chuchi trying to uh, explain to the chairman the like the wrongness of, of, of this path that he's on of, of his beliefs in this and how it, it's it's not the right course of action by any means but uh, again the chairman is a bully he has his agenda he has uh, his his beliefs no matter how wrong they are and he is obviously a very stubborn man a willful man who will not have his mind changed by anybody no matter uh, how strong the case against him and and that is uh, that is a dash darn shame, isn't it? Because there are just far too many people like that in this world, and we can probably point to a lot of them on the news. They are all they all have TV access, and they're all in front of TV cameras constantly. And we can point to them and be like, "You're wrong. You are wrong." All right, so let's let's hear the negotiations now. As as uh, Anakin and Obi Wan return with the uh, with the Supreme Chairman, uh, Senator Chu Chi. They bring C-3PO for translator because the the tells not so good speaking the basic, um, and remember the the the, uh, the leader of the tells is uh, Tai Sen. So here we go. Let's play this scene as uh, things fall apart rather quickly for any any sort of truce between the tells and the Pantorans. <laughs> These savages have no rights here. Chieftain Tai Sen welcomes you to his home and hopes you come in peace. He wishes to be good neighbors, but he does not wish you to remain on his planet. Listen, droid. Translate everything I say, and exactly as I say it. Would you like me to represent Pentora in this matter? Not on your life, Senator. 
There will be no diplomacy this time. Listen here, you savage. This world belongs to the moon of Pantora. And as the supreme chairman and exalted ruler of Pantora, you will not command me to leave this planet or do anything else. Your Majesty, we can't. Droid, tell him. <laughs> Dear. I recommend a less confrontational discussion. The Tals are easily provoked. That didn't go over very well. Chairman, I promised the Tals that we would leave them in peace. This is now an internal affair of Pantora. The great Tysen, son of sons, asks again that you leave or it will mean war. Then war it is. Okay. All right, so the towels walk away here. Uh, uh, something interesting to note here, C-3PO uh, refers to Tyson as the son of sons. Uh, that's an interesting piece of dialogue uh, because uh, if you go back into some of the, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's even still published, but there was an old book, the, uh, the annotated screenplay of, of Star Wars. And so... I, I think everyone knows that you know Lucas's first drafts for Star Wars are very very different from what the final product turned out to be, and uh, in in some of those earlier drafts there is a reference to the son of sons and it's S O N S son of S U N S sons so son of sons, and uh, a lot of people believe that that's that that sort of morphed into the prophecy of this of Skywalker. Uh, in, in in later drafts, in closer drafts to what what uh, what we ended up seeing on the screen, but uh, it never really made the it never officially made the jump into any of the, the 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 canon that we know from the films that we know that especially as as they are as <laughs> as they are known to us now, I should say uh, that that piece of dialogue, that piece of of um, mysticism or, or prophecy, did, made it not into the final drafts of Star Wars. And that was an awkward way to say that, but uh, you know what I'm trying to... I think you know what I'm trying to say at this point. So, negotiations have failed. The Jedi, despite the, the trying to get the Pantoran Supreme Chairman to stop being such a butt, um, yeah, it didn't go over too well, and now uh, the Pantorans will be at war with the Talls. And uh, the Talls, as we saw from uh, the, a little bit of that... Uh, well, from the... We saw the aftermath of what they did to the clones and to the, the Separatist battle droids... And and and, uh, and as Obi Wan says, they are easily provoked, and they are a bit of a warrior species in 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 several senses. I mean, they are armed. They may have, you know, they may only hold spears, but uh, they are quite deadly with those spears, as as the Pandorans will soon learn, uh, because uh, despite the Pandorans' technological advantage, uh, they are not the warriors that the Tals are. And 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 uh, yeah, that that's gonna be coming to the forefront right here, pretty pretty darn shortly. All right, we're going to get into another another piece of dialogue here real quick um, because Anakin has to dispatch Rex and the clones to, to kind of keep the Pantoran chairman safe despite the fact that he is uh, very actively engaging himself in a war now that uh, that shouldn't be. But this scene also gives us uh, helps give us an exit strategy for this conflict as Obi-Wan and Anakin uh, speak to Senator Chuchi and, and tried to persuade her to to go around the chairman to to intervene and 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 bring this to an end by other means. And here, let's go ahead and play that bit. What's up, General? 
You're going to have to stay with the chairman until we can work things out. Protect him at all costs. Man up! We're moving out! Senator, you know a preemptive strike is illegal. Isn't there anything you can do to stop him? I'm afraid not. He has proclaimed this conflict an internal affair. You could petition the Jedi Council for an intervention. You mean, without his authorization? There must be someone on your moon who could approve it. The Speaker of the Assembly. He has the power. Let's get back to the base. The storm is letting up. Maybe we can get a transmission through. Okay. So now we have the speeders racing towards... Um, getting ready to, to mount an attack, basically. The, the the clones are there, but they're they're under orders for protection only. They're not there to attack the Tals. Uh, but, again, this, this is... This is probably the one part of the episode that I, I I don't know if I quite understand. I think at this point, Republic forces should have been pulled back, and and they shouldn't be under be be under any obligation to uh, uh, be part of these attacks against the Talls. You know, Anakin orders him to protect protects orders Rex and the clones to protect the chairman, but I I don't think they should be there at all at this point. You know, the the chairman has declared it an internal matter. The Republic needs to pull back. They shouldn't be here at all, in my opinion. Now, maybe I am, uh, again, I am not a member of the Galactic Senate. I have no say in galactic policy, but that is sort of my read on the situation, and I'm, I'm curious if you think the same thing or if I'm if I'm just being a kook and being a little silly. Now, obviously, uh, for the story, for the action aspect of the show, it's probably best that the clones are there because uh, they can get more involved in things. Uh, but uh, Anakin in my opinion, puts them in a dicey position by, by putting them on the sort of protection duty. And uh, again, if the Tals are attacking them, how are they supposed to do anything? And I, I do believe that part of being in this protection order means they still have to fire on the Tals, which seems like the Republic wants nothing to do with this conflict. So I, I don't understand this, this the, the inclusion of the clones in this scene. Uh, but it leads to a good battle sequence, and we see the uh, tenacity of the Talls, the cunningness of them as warriors, as they as a, a mount this ambush, as they as they spring from the snow to attack the Pandorans and the and the clones. It's a really again a really neat scene. The Pandoran uh, guards are killed. Uh, uh, Rex, uh, Rex ends up rescuing the Supreme Chairman, but uh, it's 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 just it's just wild that the clones are involved in this. To me, I, I really feel like Anakin and Obi Wan should have held their forces back and not gotten them involved in this any further. Uh, the only thing I can think of maybe is that that, that the presence of the clones would deter the Talls, but uh, uh, clearly that's not the case. All right, so uh, Senator uh, Chuchi gets permission from another member of this the the the, the Pantoran uh, electorate or, or, or council or, or whatever it is that helps one of their member of their governing body to sort of do an end around on on the chairman here to end this conflict with the Talls. Uh, so now uh, it. it Chuchi has to talk to Obi-Wan and Anakin about her plan, and, and they have to give some information. Let's go ahead and play the scene here. I, I like this, because uh, this is this is sort of the scene that forces uh, Chuchi to um, not, like, grow up. I mean, obviously she is a young senator, but she has to be able to stand up and represent her people without fear of, of the the bullying of, of the chairman, and, and to do the right thing on her own, and not get the Jedi or the, or the or the Republic to do it for her. So I like this scene. Let's go ahead and play it. Senator, now that you have the authority, how do you plan on making peace with the Tals? Actually, Master Jedi, 
Since you are far more experienced, I was hoping you could negotiate on Pantora's behalf. I'm afraid that's not possible, Senator. But I don't understand. The Jedi serve the Senate. I must order you to... Senator, it is your people the Tals are at war with. If the violence is to stop, it is you who must represent your people. Go snap! And what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and uh, that scene as well where, where she has to go ahead and, and deliver on this. Actually, before before uh, 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 Chuchi sues, to, sues for peace, let, let's hear her final uh, in chat, her final engagement with, uh, with the Supreme Chairman before uh, he succumbs to the injuries he sustained by the Tals. The Tals are, are on the verge of overrunning the, the, the remaining clone troopers. Now, now they are reinforced. Grant, at this point, they uh, the more Republic forces have arrived, but uh, yeah, the, the, again, the Republic shouldn't have been involved in this at the very beginning. But let, let's hear this chat between the Supreme Chairman and the Senator for the, the Pantoran people. Chairman, can you hear me? Senator, good. You must avenge me, as my final command. As chairman of Pantora, I order you to destroy the Tals. I'm afraid I cannot do that, Chairman. The Pantoran Assembly has called you out of order. I am to negotiate peace. No. Impossible. Peace. Never. I died for our people. And you died for the people. Senator. Now is the time. So it's at this point Protocol that... Droid, come with me. 3PO, get going. Yes, Master Annie. All right, Chuchi is, is heading out to meet with the child, the Tals, with Tyson. She takes a pike. She takes the hat, the helmet that the Supreme Chairman wore. And now she will attempt to sue for peace with the Tals. Or, well, as the Tals may see it, prolong the war. We'll see. Tyson sends from his giant beastly snow creature, which is really cool looking, by the Droid. way. Translate for me. Here we go. Yes, mistress. Plants the to pike die in the ground. for one's people is a great sacrifice. To live for one's people, an even greater sacrifice. Chum chala mopi chofi. Chum chali yubi chofi che. I choose to live for my people. What do you choose? Me chalacho. So mu chalacho. Live as well. We will leave Auto Plutonia under the watchful eyes of the Tals from this day forth and recognize your sovereignty as a free and equal people. Even the snow creatures bow, but these little beasts are right on are so cool looking. Great visual with those ones. Really dig that look. They're fierce looking too, but well trained apparently. It's 
go ahead and wrap up the episode. We're going to play the, play the last bit of the episode, the little final conversation here. Enjoy. Well done, Senator. Yes, most impressive. Thank you, <gasps> Mr. Jedi. Now that you have created peace between your people and the Tals, remember one crucial thing. Yes, Master Kenobi? Make it last, Senator. Make it last. And be an example to others. So not only this war, but every war waged may come to an end as well. I will. I promise you. Alright, and that's our episode. Trespass, Season 1, Episode 15. They, le they leave uh, Alto Plutonia. Alto? Arto? I, I already messed it up again. <laughs> But that is that is how this one closes out. Uh, I really enjoy this episode. I think it's a really strong episode. I like a lot of the themes in the episode. Um, you know, and we've already talked about it, so I don't, I don't need to hammer them home again. Uh, I, I, I give it as a strong seven and a half, seven and a half, almost an eight. I'd almost go as far as eight. We don't do you know seven point six, seven point sevens, or anything like that. But it's darn close to an eight, in my opinion. It, it's a really strong episode. Again, the, the themes. The 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 action's really good. The the story of, 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 of an inhabited of a native inhabitant being attacked by by outside forces. Uh, again, I I enjoy a good metaphor, and this isn't like a heavy handed. I didn't find this to be a heavy handed one. A beat you over the head kind of uh, moral morality tale, anything like that. I like the republic is the republic's stance and the refusal to be the negotiators for peace after after. Um, well, again, that's that's probably the one flaw in the story is like the Republic's sort of like we can do this, but we can't do this. Yet they're engaging their troops in in the conflict uh, in order to protect the chairman, and and that seemed like to me that seemed like a like a like a, a misstep in the story, and that in that Republic forces should have been held back completely. But you know, that it, it's a small nitpick, and and again, I'm not the one setting galactic policy, so what do I know? It could, it could be the way things work in the in the, in, the, in the republic. So again, that's why I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it at a seven five. But a but a strong episode. Trespass season one episode fifteen. Trespass, good pretty good stuff on this one. Now next week is an episode I'm really looking forward to talking about this is the the hidden enemy one, uh, because well this is I mean the hidden enemy. I think you can figure out kind of where we're going. I'm not going to get too spoilery here in case you haven't watched it just yet, but. You know, we're talking about about um, a, a treason within the ranks of the clones, and and the, the way that's kind of explored, and the way that's kind of handled, and uh, it's an interesting one for sure, and one I'm really looking forward to chatting with everyone about next time. And again, we're cranking out two episodes a week, minimum, minimum, until May Fourth when we get the Bad Batch, and then, uh, you know, I may have enough time to take a day off of work so that I can cover the Bad Batch before. <laughs> I gotta look at them. I gotta look at my work schedule and see if I can if I can pull that off. Maybe get a day off work so we can cover the Bad Batch and a bunch of other Star Wars news because it's May the fourth. You have to know there's gonna be a ton of Star Wars stuff coming out as far as news goes, breaking it. Otherwise, maybe we'll get announcements about new films, maybe announcements about new shows. Who knows? There's 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 a lot to look forward to. May the fourth. It's it's basically a holiday for Star Wars fans, and I couldn't be more excited for for the debut of the Bad Batch. And 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 uh, hopefully engaging with with a lot of you fine folks uh, on the social media on May Fourth. 
Now, I mean, you can hit me up before that too, but like, let's all get on social media and just have a jolly good freaking time because it's Star Wars and that's what brings us all together. Oh, quick note about the episode, by the way, in case you didn't hear it, Anakin saying most impressive. One of the times he gets to say it before he dons the helmet. So again, you know, most impressive has been dropped a few times in the series thus far, but I believe this is the first time Anakin has said it. So uh, note that for the for the record, put it in the books, pal. All right, let's close out the show. We've we we got forty minutes out of this episode, and uh, that's that's saying something. A lot going on in this one. So uh, uh, f- thank you all so much for listening to Mandavision. Remember the best way to uh, follow us on social media. Well. Excuse me, but the best way to reach out to us is at social media, uh, man at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. If those formats don't work for you, email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. That's the, that's the email letters for the show. And uh, make sure, if you can, uh, make sure you're liking, subscribing, uh, sharing the show with all your friends, family, all the Mandos you know in your life. Uh, all, all the towels that you know that are that are living on that ice planet, they need entertainment too. Gosh darn it! So so recommend them a good podcast that was very pro towels. We are pro towels in this episode, so so they can listen and enjoy and have a good darn time, a darn good time even if you want to go and say it in the correct order. So yes, 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 yes. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, what else do I got to say? That's probably it. If you know, yeah, you, you know the routine by now, and and. Uh, yeah, this is the end of the show. That's you know, just keep your buckets on until the next episode. Why bother taking them off? It's no fun to take them off. You got the right mouth gear. You can get into all the stores. You're wearing a mask. Your your droplets are contained. You can go out. You can go to the grocery store. You can go to the mall. You can probably go to a restaurant. You just gotta be sneaky the way you eat it with the helmet on. You know, you know how it goes. Bucket man, bucket maintenance is very important. You don't want to get like soup stuck in in your bucket. That's no good. That's no good. Dried, crusty soup. Hard to get out of the filters. Hard to get out of the filters. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here before I say something else completely ridiculous. Again, I thank you so much for listening to this show. I love making this show, and I'm so happy that people are downloading, listening, and and, and hopefully enjoying the show. All right, let's get out of here. We'll be back very, very soon with episode 16 of season one of the Star Wars The Clone Wars. Can't wait. It's going to be rad. And, uh, you know, hey, we can only close up the show one way. And this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.